our devotional this morning, we will go to chapter 29, Job 29, and let me read to us verse 1 to 7, and I will jump to verse 21 to verse 25. Job chapter 29, verses 1 to 7, then verse 21 to verse 25. And Job again, look up his discourse, took up his discourse and said, Oh, that I were as in the months of old, as in the days when God was over me, when his lamp shone upon my head, and by his light I walked through darkness. As I was in my prime, when the friendship of God was upon my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were all around me, when my steps were washed with butter, and the rock poured out for me streams of oil, when I went out to the gate of the city, when I prepared my seat in the square. Verse 21, men listened to me and waited and kept silence for my counsel. After I spoke, they did not speak again, and my word dropped upon them. They waited for me as for the rain, and they opened their mouths as for the spring rain. I smiled on them when they had no confidence, and the light of my face they did not cast down. I chose their rain and sat as chief, and I lived like a king among his troops, like one who comforts mourners. This is a recollection of, of Job during the he days or the good old days of his life when the Almighty was yet with him. Job continued his strong or adamant claim that he was upright enough, that he has the reason to complain and plead that he does not deserve these unjust sufferings. So in this chapter, he recalled the blessed days in in the past when God was with him. He yearned for the return of his prosperous and happy times before the calamity happened. What are these happy days? It was a time wherein God watched him, verse 2, and there was a light of God's favor, verse 3. God was his friend, verse 4 and 5, and he had been surrounded by his ten children, and he enjoyed great prosperity, verse 6. And in verse 7, he has this prestigious status and influence as a respected leader among the people. And as a result of this good old days, things that are good in his life, he was respected by his peers. Even the nobles fell silent when hearing him speak. He wrote that in verse 8 to 11. He championed in showing justice and mercy to those in need. Verse 12 to 16. Even he saw to it that help and justice were not turned away from his door to anyone, even to people he did not know. In other words, the strangers, he helped them. In verse 16. He strongly opposed the wicked. He even rescued this helpless priest from the jaws and teeth of their predators. He was a champion of rescuing those who are oppressed. And as a result, people look unto him for being a ready helper in times of need, as somebody waiting for the rain. They expect or they expected that Job will help them in times of need. And Job expected that these blessings will continue in his life until his death. 
That's why he said in verse 18 to 20, Then I thought, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My roots spread out to the waters with the dew all night on my branches. My glory fresh with me, and my bow ever new in my hand. But the unexpected testings happened. God allows Satan to persecute and touch him. He lost it all. Now remember, at the beginning of this book, the Lord showed to Satan that Job was a, a person who was morally upright. He was blameless. One who eschewed evil. And that was what Job claimed here also, that he, he did not do anything morally questionable. So when he, everything was okay in his life, he did not expect the inevitable happened and that he was persecuted or he was having all these losses in his life. He lost his properties, his flocks, his family, even his wife deserted him. So that thing happened unexpectedly. So what does this mean to us today? Now we live not because we are entitled to the blessings in life. We lived only upon the mercies and the grace of God that he poured upon us every day. And he promised, he said it in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23, that his steadfast love, love never ceases. They are new every morning. There is no such thing that his mercies will, will come to an end. For he said, his mercies will never come to an end. But these are not entitlements. This is because of his mercies and grace. So we are not the ones crafting our destinies. God can bless us. God also will, will be able also to take the blessings away from us. The Lord gives, the Lord takes away. So God is the one in control of our destinies. Hence, we cannot really brag for tomorrow. Hence, we cannot really presume that tomorrow will be okay as it is okay today. We only plead for the mercies of God. We are only at the mercies in God's hand. And we know that God is merciful. He's gracious. Hence, if something happens like this in, the, in, in, in our lives, like what happened to Job, we must say to it that we can look back with no regrets. Job recalled the good old days in his life that he did not have that kind of regret that he did something evil. When in fact, because of his uprightness, his moral integrity, he has no reason to plead before God. That when we look back, we may say, there is no regret because I have not wasted my life to something of no eternal value. Now we have only one life to live, a short one. And we always remind ourselves that we have only one life and soon this will pass. But only what's done for Christ will last. So we have to do everything for God's glory. By God's grace, let us do all things, whether we eat or drink or whatsoever we do. Do all for the glory of God. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 2, 31. Then we may expect that he would remember us as well in his presence someday because God is not unrighteous. 
those who honor him, he would honor. As Samuel said this in First Samuel chapter 2, verse 13. Even the writer of Hebrews wrote in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, and then we read, For God is not unjust, so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown to his, for his name in serving the saints, as you still do. Remember, the good things that we do in life, whatever we do for the God's glory, we might suffer and God allow it to happen in our lifetime. But let's as always maintain our posture and our position that we don't have an entitlement in this life. We are only privileged people, forgiven people as his children. We live by his grace and mercies every day. And when the Lord allows some setbacks in our lives, we can just look back and say, Lord, thank you that I did not waste my life on something and the things of this world that will not last for eternity. And we can pat our shoulders and say, Lord, I know that someday, whether here or sometime, when you will be coming again in your second coming, those who, who are faithful in you, they will also receive the due reward as you promised. Let's look forward to that. Let's always maintain our faithfulness in the Lord, for our labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Lord does not mock us. He promised and He will fulfill. May this will continue to encourage us to live faithfully in the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this reminder this morning, Lord. Lord, um, it was not easy for Job to comprehend that despite of his goodness that he had suffered, Lord, and that was really the, the, the point why he complained and he pleaded for justice because he cannot find anything that is wrong in his life. He was not perfect, yet he maintained his moral uprightness before you, Lord. But thank you that you can read his story and we are... We are taught that we are going to look unto life as a privilege, not as an entitlement, but look unto you and be thankful for the grace and mercies every day that we are we are not suffering as we 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 compare ourselves to, to Job's life, not because you are better than him, but because you are gracious and merciful to us, Lord. There are so many people around the world today who are suffering and we are not better than them. It's just that you are gracious to us, Lord, and help us not to forget this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.